This summer, when the sun's down, turn up the fun at Cedar Point Nights. The ultimate after-dark beach party is every night from July 29th through August 21st. Dance with throwback DJ sets, challenge your friends with beach games, or just take it easy at fire pits lining Cedar Point's legendary mile-long beach. Then enjoy the new Lake Erie Luau, a food experience like no other. For a limited time, get park admission, luau tastings, and parking for just $69.99, only at cedarpoint.com. In the heat of the moment, you're not just keeping it calm, you're keeping it cool too. With an ice cold cold brew, and not just any cold brew, but one that's slow steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavor. With a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top. That's keeping it calm, cool, and cold brewed. With Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, America runs on Dunkin. Price and participation may vary, limited time offer, terms apply. Hey, welcome back to Absolute Poppycock. Welcome to episode... Six, seven, something like that. We're on. Uh, what what episode are we on, Lee? Just let's, I'm gonna have to get this up now because, funnily enough, we record, but we don't actually prepare for any of this, do we? Really? Not that Where good. are we? I'm just getting on my Spotify. So those of you who are listening on Spotify, not that you can't tell what. No, no. Well, you know, we're just absolute professionals here. Absolute poppycock. Episode five was a ten foot beach ball. Fuck me. Was that the last one we did? Yeah. So we're on episode six. So this this is a this is this is long overdue. Well, we did a live one, but we never. Well, yeah, well, we yeah. did, but that was dog shite, wasn't it? Yeah. So we we didn't do that one. But what we have got, we have been doing a little bit of research and a few funny stories and anecdotes and a few jokes. I've got a good joke for you at the end. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, the one I told no, you. Not that shit. Yeah, he's fucking good. Uh, you. You'll all enjoy it. Yeah, well, we'll do a poll afterwards and we'll see, won't we? We'll do a poll. Do you know, I took a poll recently. It turns out 100% of people are annoyed when their tent falls down. Right. <laughs> Someone laughed at that. Someone <laughs> laughed at that. Someone did. So, right. I wanted to just do a thing to prove. Because you hear, we, we always talk, no offence, guys, but we always talk that Americans are a bit weird and a bit out there and a bit wacky. And when you hear the... Not all of them, right? Not all of them, but like mainly the southern states. Yeah, yeah. You know, we tend to sort of go when someone goes on from Arkansas, you sort of go, "Oh yeah, are you really?" Think don't we only in America? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think what I wanted to do was in the UK we say that. Yeah. If something weird happens, we 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 will literally say that could only happen in America. Yeah. Well, I wanted to prove they probably say that about us. To be fair, I wanted to prove that. Britain is just as weird. Yeah. So I found two news stories to read to you. And these are British people at their finest. This one is from last year. This is from December the 3rd last year. So, or December the 2nd. So that just shows you that this, these aren't old stories. One of them's a little bit older, but this one is uh, quite recent. So the title of it, this is by the Sun newspaper. The title is Bum Squad. Okay. Right. It says Bomb Squad, 
not bum, but the, the title's Bum Squad, but it says Bomb Squad race to A&E after patient arrives with World War Two artillery shell stuck up his bottom. Okay? Right, yeah. That's the title. So, straight away, you've got to be intrigued. Well. <clears throat> well, yeah. It says the Bomb Squad raced to an A&E after a patient arrived with an artillery shell stuck up his behind. Army explosive experts were scrambled after medics feared the anti-tank round could be about to explode. So he hasn't been shot? <coughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> He's put this I'm just going to show you a little picture of it. You, oh obviously you guys can't God. see it, but it is the same size as a fully grown male hand. It uh, looks like the top of a famous flask. Yeah. Yeah, but pointy. Hmm. It says, The unnamed patient, funnily enough, told doctors... I think we'd know who he was if you lived in the area, though, wouldn't you? Gloucestershire it is. So yeah. if you, but it says, The unnamed patient told doctors he slipped and fell... <laughs> As you do. ...onto the 17-centimetre by 6-centimetre armour-piercing projectile taken from his private arsenal of military collectibles. So he's narrowing himself down here. Yeah, he's narrowing yeah. himself down. Uh, it was the man walks around with a fucking <laughs> balloon to sit on. Yeah, um, collects fucking collects World yeah. War Two artillery. Yeah, I think I might know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was later identified as being a World War Two fifty-seven millimeter shell that were typically fired from six-pounder anti-tank guns. A source told the son the guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear out of his stuff. He said he put it on the floor and then slipped and fell and it went up his ass. Could happen. Yeah. Because I always do clear outs when I'm naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I always, yeah. yeah. Fuck it, Al. <laughs> he was in a considerable amount of pain. I think he collected yeah. military memorabilia, the source said. No shit. Police said they responded to a report that a patient had presented with a munition in his rectum. A spokesman added the item had been removed prior to police arrival and the Army Explosives Ordnance Disposal Team were contacted. Troops from 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment rushed to Gloucestershire Hospital in Gloucester. A defence source said it was a solid shot round. Yeah, it's the top of this. It's the top, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not the it's explosive. Not the shell. It's. It's the. Yeah. For those who armor. can't see it, it's like the lead part yeah. of the sh- of the. Sh- of the sh- you imagine a bullet. Yeah, it's not the explosive. It's like the lead part. part. Yeah. it's like that. It's the top end. So you can imagine shell. the shape of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> ideal for sticking up ones. Yeah, rectum. fantastic. Um, it was a solid shot round. It was chunky. Pointed lump of lead designed to rip through a tank's armour. Mm. And obviously this guy's arsehole. Yeah. It was basically an inert lump of metal, so there was no risk to life, at least not anyone else's. The oh. Sun Doctor. Now, I didn't know the Sun was capable of having their own doctors. Well, hopefully but... it's not Dr. Hillary. <laughs> the Sun Probably Doctor, is. Carol Cooper, said the patient could have died... If the round had pierced his gut, I don't think you need a doctor yeah. to say that. I think I that think we was. Know that, don't we? I think yeah. that's pretty conclusive. She added, "The range of objects that were pushed that are pushed into rectums is incredible. Mm. Wine glasses, 
ketchup bottles and parts of Hoover's. Oh, ketchup, the ketchup bottle. I remember there was a, there was a, um, a show. You might have told you this before. There was a show on TV, and it, it was called A and E After Hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there were a bloke on there, and he presented himself with a ketchup bottle up his ass. Um. Anyway, was it a glass one or a it was a glass one? Yeah, oh. they got it out, and um, they obviously spoke to the doctor afterwards, and there was obviously laughing and that. But they said, "Well, how did he get it up?" Well, it's obvious I fucking got it up. There, yeah, but, you know they asked the question, "How did he get up there?" And he said, "Well, he said the what happened is um, he he made up this story. I don't know how long he had to think about it, but he said what happened is." Um, he got home, he'd just been shopping, mm. and he got home and he put his shopping bags on the doorstep and he's trying to find his keys to get in. Mm. And it was raining and he, he couldn't find his keys. And he thought, fuck, I think I left I think I locked myself out. So he knew he'd left the bedroom window open. So he thought, I know what I'll do, I'll shim up the drain pipe mm. and uh, get in through the bedroom window, open the door and let myself in, Bob's your uncle finds your aunt. Yeah. Catch up bottle of ass. So he started climbing up the drain spout thing what do you call that um, drain pipe drain yeah, pipe yeah right. yeah so he started climbing up that and obviously with it being wet and slippery he lost his grip and fell landed on the shopping and the ketchup bottle ended up up his ass um and obviously the people interviewing the doctor said well that's possible i suppose you know it's if you're naked it's yeah and he slightly. said well the doctor said, well, the story would be more believable if HP, who made the ketchup, Heinz, sorry, who made the ketchup, um, fitted them with condoms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he made up this fucking story, right? But, but, but he forgot that he put a condom on it. Well, Why do you put a condom on a fucking glass bottle? You're not going to get AIDS from fucking Heinz ketchup, I think, I'm gonna show. I was gonna say. Was, do you know what? The worst it is. I was gonna answer that then with like a legitimate answer, but it's because it would be because of the lubricant on it. That would be oh, no. that would be the reason. Not that I've ever yeah. tried to well, stick a ketchup bottle up my ass. No, I'm just it's making never even. A point. It's never even occurred to me. But it says here. Yeah, it's a, just a little digression there. Sadly, it is an everyday occurrence in A and E, but I have never heard of a bomb squad being called out before. No. A hospital spokesman yesterday said, as with any incident involving munitions, the relevant safety protocols were followed to ensure there was no risk to patients, staff or visitors. And the MOD, which is the Ministry of Defence, said, we can confirm an Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team were called out to Gloucestershire at the request of local police. The sheepish patient is understood to have been released from hospital and is expected to make a full recovery. So, yeah. So he won't be doing it again then? No, well, do you know what? He probably will. He'll just find a better way of fucking doing it. If, well, if there is a better way of doing it. I'm just going to shove things up your, up your bum. Surely you do something that's designed for the job. I mean, I don't make a habit of it. No. But if I was going to... I don't think I'd go for a fucking ammunition. I wouldn't go for something pointy, that's for sure. No, but you can get... And I certainly wouldn't go for plugs. something that's like that 
I mean, that was quite chunky. I mean, that that's the yeah, width yeah. of a hand. I know. So, like, I mean, that's... so he's experienced in the old bum Me? sticking up stuff. No, this guy. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. That's not his first go-to, is it? I wouldn't have thought he so. He just thought, I'm going to stick something with my bum. That'll do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have thought he'd probably start with a pen or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then oh, go. Imagine falling with a pen. Oh, my God. <laughs> a highlighter. Oh. <laughs> I remember I was picking my nose once. And, um,. You know, when you get like a fucking scab up your nose or something mm. like that, and I was trying to get this fucking scab out, and that kid come along and pushed me, ob- pushed me elbow up my nose, you know, my hand up my nose. But it makes your eyes water, doesn't oh it? Oh my fucking God. So, we went out for a meal, didn't we? This is this is the second story. Do you want me, oh. do, do you want me to do the second yeah, story? Yeah. yeah, Right. We just... I'm enjoying myself. We've just been out for a meal, and uh, I came across this one, and I started to read it out, and you nearly fucking died at the table, so yeah, did, yeah. I stopped. Out. I don't know if you get buffets in uh, America. I'm assuming you do. Buffet restaurants. Yeah, it's, all you can eat. Aren't yeah. Really? It says... So like you pay you pay like 10 quid or whatever. And you, you can, yeah, you can eat, basically eat as much eating, as one. Unless you're really, really fat and then the watch. This it. one is all you can eat buffet for eight ninety nine on the picture. But anyway... I can't do them, please. This is the Sunday Sport. So not really well known for its... Accuracy. Yeah. But anyway, the start... Uh, the the headline banned from Chinese buffet. <laughs> I can't even read it for shitting in the seaweed. Okay. <laughs> then the subheadline: Grand Fifty Two had drunk two bottles of vodka. So, uh, this might not be the the cleanest reading because as you, I'm just showing Lee, it's slightly blurry the text. So if I do have to pause, bear with me. It says, Gran Janice O'Dowd has been banned from an all-you-can-eat Chinese for crapping in a tray of crispy seaweed. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how much we need to read of this, to be honest. Onlookers gasped and... I want to know why it was a seaweed. Hopefully we get I don't, that. I don't, yeah. yeah. Onlookers gasped and some vomited when the, dr- <laughs> when the drunken... <laughs> When the drunken 52-year-old climbed onto a chair, pulled down her tights, and splattered her mess onto the savoury treat. Holy shit. How far is this going to go? Right. Why the fuck? (laughs) The disgusting gesture was apparently in protest to being asked to leave after she put a cigarette out in another diner's drink. Very classy lady. O'Dowd, who was at the North Manchester restaurant. Oh, there we go. Fucking Manx. That says it all, doesn't it, really? <laughs> um, for her daughter Steph's hen party, had been drinking all day before the incident at least 10 a.m. last Saturday. Oh, before the incident at 10 p.m. last Saturday. Sorry. When Sunday Sports approached ruddy-faced O'Dowd, this is this is why they're not known for their their great uh, grammar, is it? At her home in Oldham, Greater Manchester, she told our man, "Yes, I was drunk, and yes, I did a shit on the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I necked two bottles of fucking vodka. So what do you cunting expect? Now, just so you know, guys, they have starred out the swear words." But 
Yeah. I'm just filling it in because they're, they're we're not that crude in this country to put those words into a newspaper. But... No, but we'll put an old granny shitting on seaweed. Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have told me to leave just for put, <laughs> just for putting a tab out in some cunt's drink. I think there was probably onto something. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just puts, "They started it." <laughs> oh well, they started it, so it's okay. Yeah, I can so shit right, yeah. on your food. Oh my god. Sue Harris was at the buffet with her family to celebrate her 40th birthday and witnessed O'Dowd's dirty demonstration firsthand. She said, I was stood next to the woman when she grabbed the chair and climbed onto it. She was drunk and swigging from vodka bottle and I thought at first she was just mooning her backside for the amusement of her friends. But... (laughs) Fucking hell. But then she started to strain and a mess of loose stool <laughs> gushed onto the crispy seaweed. She she was cackling at someone about a cigarette. I was physically sick on the spot. The restaurant's owner, Raymond Ng, 60, says it was the worst thing he's ever seen in 40 <laughs> years of catering for pisshead Brits. <laughs> he recalled, when we had uh, we had to close for the night and refund everyone, apart from the disgusting group of pissed women, they were swearing, smoking, vomiting, and in one dirty bastard's case, shitting. <laughs> I would have called the police, but I employ illegal immigrants, so I thought best not. Uh, don't print that, will you? <laughs> now, I'm not sure if that's actually a true story, having read that. But <laughs> I'm fucking sure it is. Holy shit. So, yeah, there we go. So, us <coughs> Brits, some, some of us Brits are um, probably worse than... The Americans by the sound. I've never heard that on an American, so, yeah. No, that's uh, pretty bad. That is pretty bad, actually. Well, yeah. What do you, you think, then? Have you ever seen that before? No. No. I want to. I'm not, not sure. if I'm sat eating, though. I'm not sure. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm not I sure if I, I want I, to see it. I've finished by the time she yeah. sits in the seaweed. But it's, uh, well, it's, it's interesting, I suppose. Now, I have got one. I mean, one. do you think her friends were oh. like... Because do you think her friends were sat there thinking, ah, look at Nana, she's <laughs> she's mooning at Mr. Rung. I don't know. Or, that's... And then when she shat, they, they was like, fuck, that's a step too far. Just, yeah, I think it has got to be just that, that little bit too far, isn't yeah. it? Do you know what I mean? I think there is a... So there she is... must have got up there with... The, oh, do you think she's just like 52 and then she just was going to moon? And it just came out. No. I, well, I mean, she's from Manchester, so I genuinely think that this was the plan all along. I do genuinely think that she was just uh, just a dirty bastard, to be fair. Fucking you know. Talking about dirty bastards. Well, what you got? Let me find it. Why don't you tell them about your Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons? Oh, yeah, that was good, that. Yeah, we we've only we finally got well finally I'll say I've never even fucking heard of it before, but we got a Tim Hortons in uh, Northampton, 
So um, obviously we're not from Northampton, but we both work here. So never seen. Yeah, it before. we're in the Gambian Inn, aren't we? Ah, oh, fucking. This is terrible. I mean, the, the oh, we're in we're in actually recording in a hotel at the moment. Yeah, but my hotel in Africa was better than this. Yeah, this is. I mean, look at the carpet there, and it's fucking it's three different colours. It's fucking it's not good. That's what's gone in here? Yeah, talking about dirty bastards. Yeah, this go is on. This. School tells parents dressing gowns are not appropriate for the school run. Right, <clears throat> seen that a few times. It's. It's fucking mental. This is in Middlesbrough. Uh, this particular story comes from Middlesbrough, but could be anywhere. We see it in town, yeah. Don't so you see it all over the place. We see a lot of people in um, in town going to the supermarket late at night in the fucking dressing gown and pajamas. Yeah, it's just um, not. Disgusted parents have come out in support of the school for insisting that no PJs rule on drop off or pick up. Now, drop off. I don't get this right. I'm, I'm not going to say I understand, as in. I understand that you could... What I mean is, I understand that if you was going in the morning, you just got up and you're in your jammers and you go. Yeah, I mean, some some dads, like, or some women might work nights or something like that. But but to fucking do it when you pick them up at three o'clock in the afternoon, that's just fucking weird. I mean, it's all weird, but... But that's that's extra weird, isn't it? uh, Yeah, Awesome's primary school in Millsbury issued the polite notice to parents that doing the school run... In nighttime attire is not appropriate. I mean, people have to be told this. The school singled out parents that have been spotted wearing dressing gowns as they arrive to drop off their kids, asking them to dress appropriately. Mm. Um, in a Facebook post, the spokesman for the school said, Please can we ask all parents, carers, to dress appropriately when dro- dropping off and collecting their children from school. Dressing gowns are not schoolyard, uh, in the schoolyard are not appropriate. The message has been supported by many of the parents, which is nice to know. Um, yeah. Because you can imagine that this could go the other way. With some of the parents saying they're Wooden sick of town. it. Uh, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. You um, know what it'll be? It'll be like that one mum that everyone hates that's done it. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be a lot of them. It'll be the, a lot of them, the fatties as well. Uh, one, <laughs> one parent told... He's got to signal line, them out because yeah, of their weight. I'm absolutely sick of it. It's not hard to get dressed in the morning. Imagine how much those kids are going to be ridiculed when they get into school. And this is the other thing, right? Because mm, you don't think as so. a parent, you're meant to set an example, right? They don't even put on a fresh pair to come to collect them. Oh, my God. So not only are they dropping them off in drivers, they're coming back in the afternoon in the same fucking jammers, right? So they've um, not changed their underwear. That's the bit that does me. Yeah. Ugh. You know... I always think when I see these, when I see these in Asda's and when I see them in, um, that's why, you know, yeah, dad used to say, he shops in fucking Morrison's, right? Mm. And he say, why do you shop in Morrison's? Now, those who don't know Groomsby, Morrison's is slightly out of town. That's where it? I shop. You have to drive to it. You, you have to you drive to Morrison's. You can't walk to Morrison's, you know. So he used to say, what do you shop in Morrison's for? Because it was like the other side of town from him at mm. the time. And he was like, because them cunts in fucking dressing gowns can't go, can't walk there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is true. Yeah. I so, mean, I, I shop at Morrison's because it's slightly better class than Asda. Oh, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> but that's I, the thing in the morning. And I feel a bit posh. When I see them in dressing gowns and jammers and all that, I'm thinking, right, they haven't changed the fucking, the knickers, so they've had that sweaty minge in there all night. Oh. Yeah. And have they even, I mean, have they even. Have they washed? Have they brushed have the they brushed teeth? teeth? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of them, let's face it, the ones that are running around in jammers in the daytime have got greasy hair anyway. Mm. Um, 
But you're meant to be an example for your parents. There's a show on TV now in Britain. In England, I should say. I don't care about the rest of them. Um, they, they've got... Um, send, your in, send your complaints this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, send them to Nicholas Sturgeon. Yeah. I, I think um, <laughs> there's, there's um, a show that's called It's Your Fault I'm Fat, and it's aimed at parents. And I think that's fucking brilliant. It is. Because it is their fault. You can't say to a 14-year-old kid, 15-year-old kid, 16-year-old kid, whatever it is. It's your fault. It's your fault you're fat. No. Right? Because they can take some responsibility, I suppose. But at the end of the day, they're not buying the shopping. I mean, I I can't actually say shit because (laughs) as a kid. Yeah, I'm fat, right? But as a kid, right, I used to have a paper round. And when I was 16, I got myself a job. You know, I've I've worked since I was sixteen. Wow, I know that's that. Yeah, but that's that's fucking rare these days. Someone oh. who's worked their entire life. But um, I used to get my own money, and obviously when I lived at home, I didn't have fuck all to pay for. I quit school at sixteen, um, so I would work during well, the week. School if, finishes at sixteen. Well, no, but you can. I did A levels. I did. Well, I did an AS. Like, I did AS, and then I right. um, and then obviously I did my degree. But that but you didn't quit school. Well, I finished school, right. same as yeah, everyone. Because yeah. I quit school at 16. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but I carried on. I didn't actually... But anyway. I didn't want to be there when I was 16. I well, didn't I did. be there when I was 10. I did. I got I got an A-level and, you it know... It was a waste of time. Total waste of my life. I come out... I, I literally left school with nothing. Yeah, and you're doing the same job I as I I could have gone to prison for the same amount of time and come out as a, like, uh, apprentice carpenter, mm. a baker. <laughs> fucking, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I could have. Yeah. Yeah. And, anyway, and, and pr- proof is in the pudding. I've got... GCSEs, A levels. I've got a degree, and we do the same job, so yeah. it doesn't help. No, but um, you know, but yeah. So well, fucking yeah, what was saying? I so mean, you, you can literally go to prison now and do an MVQ. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah, but anyway, so I, I, I said I had my own money. Mm. So my mum would She's be like, Chris and Sweets. Yeah, that. fucking right, I was. I used to. In fact, I remember World we, War Two. I bombs. World War Two shells. Yes, yeah, but I, I always remember we had the Pizza Hut, like which. You get pizza right in America, don't you? Mm. Well, it's, you get pizza in America. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure you get the pizza hut. Pizza, right, yeah. yeah. Probably is American. Yeah. I think it probably is American now, I said that. But anyway, but pizza Well, they used hut. to do that song, didn't they? What was it? A pizza hut, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a pizza, pizza hut. That's American, isn't it? McDonald's. <laughs> Last Ketchup, actually, that what? sings that. That's who sings it. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, but I, uh, my local pizza hut in Watford, they learnt how, they, well, they learnt, they learnt how to deliver. Oh, right. <laughs> Did they so, go to school? <laughs> yeah, well, I only had a motorbike at the time, so I couldn't go and pick up a pizza on a motorbike because there's no, no way of holding it. So I used to order a pizza. When they, when they told us they delivered, I fucking used to order Pizza Hut pizza at least like three or four times a week and then hide the Pizza Hut boxes in my room so my mum couldn't find them. <laughs> I know. I was fucking... So you was a secret eater. I was a very secret that's eater. That's what happened. Yeah. In fact... I I, um, I don't know if my my mates growing up if they if they actually listen to this, um, but if you're listening to this, I'll, I'll send them a little message just so they do. Is my my mates Andy and Jamie, um, growing up we went on a camp together, right? You're like um, like a summer camp for kids, mm. and we was in this. We we each got we all got this big tent for 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 three of us, and um, we had a like um, it was like three proper camp beds in the middle of this. It was quite a decent thing. And in the middle of the night, at like, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning or whatever, yeah. they would wake Generally up. Generally speaking, that's the middle of the night. Yeah, the but they, they would wake up and they'd hear 
me rustling with crisp packets and things yeah. like that. And they used to say it's called, they called it bed eat. They used to eat at bedtime. That's not I, normal. No, it's not. But no. I don't, I mean, I don't do that now. No. I'm, a, I'm, you know, now I sleep through. But you, fucking, I used to wake up at one o'clock in the morning and have a bag of crisps. Of a legitimate reason, unless you're really, really ill and some cunts bring you soup, why you would, you heard that? My throat was. Yeah, I just heard that. Ah, weird. Yeah, maybe I'm getting Omicron or something. But why um, you would need food in your bedroom? I struggle at having a TV in your bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mate. No, see, I love a no, TV. No, I could in my have bedroom. a TV in the bedroom. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't, but, do you? No, for me, it's like when I go to bed, I go, well, <laughs> this is where the magic happens. But <laughs> when you I go, go to, to bed, yeah, when I go to bed, that's all I do, go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I like having a, be- a TV in the bedroom because I like being able to lay down and watch TV. I can't lay down downstairs. And watch TV because my sofa, I fall asleep on my sofa, and then I've got to drag my ass. I've got to wake up, then I've got to drag my ass upstairs to go to bed. Yeah, see, I can actually do that. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I just can't be asked to see, do that. I mean, I have a, a, like a not a ritual, but I, I just like look at it's like midnight, whatever. I'm up mm. to bed and just go to bed. I can't do that. I have to, I have to fall asleep to something. So, you, when we share a caravan, you, you'll notice every now and again you'll hear. Music coming from my room at like nine o'clock, like ten o'clock. Well, I go to bed quite early, to be fair. Funnily enough, it's quarter to ten, and I'm getting tired. This is how sad I am. But, um, like you'll hear that I have, I play music and to to go to sleep. I have to have noise. Like even like now, I sleep with a fan on. I know there's a fan in the hotel. You sleep but with a fan with a fan on. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's, but it's nowhere near me. It doesn't get me. It's the other side of the room. I can't feel it. When it's hot, I move it closer. But it's the noise that. So you need white noise. Yeah. To keep the monsters away. No, I just can't sleep without it. Well, that's fucking hell. The granddad we share with fucking sleeps with the light on. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, no, I have I have a, a few weird, weird bedroom rituals when it comes to. Well, food in the bedroom is an absolute. For me, it's an absolute no no. Mm. Unless it's edible underwear. Possibly. Yeah, but they fuck it. They're gross, they are. Yeah, you ever you ever tried can, them like candy fucking things, aren't they? Yeah, but have you ever tried to bite one of them? No, but it's all yeah. You know, you, you might, I don't know if you guys if you get them anywhere else. I know we get them in the UK, but the, the little candy necklaces, right? And they weren't sweets; they were weapons, weren't they? Yeah, they were just a weapon that you could bite and fire. So you've got candy pants, <laughs> and you just bite and go and let go, fire. <laughs> yeah, I would. I mean, I, to be honest, I've never actually. Uh, been with anyone who's put... I've never put them on. No. No. It's not I mean, really... not on myself, but I mean on other people. But it's not... They're yeah. more, like you said, we just used to literally bite them, pull the string, and then fire them. Mm. Yeah. Probably Did you ever used know. to do it with um, elastic bands and bits of paper? Yeah. You used to roll up the bit of paper as tight as you can and fold it so it was like My a best bullet. one was there was a teacher who used to pick on, and he used to, in his lesson... I used to... Uh, he was probably all right as well, but you know, fuck him. I used to get... Um, the prick stick, which is like that glue that's mm. in a tube, and um, slice a bit off of the rule because you know, you used to get them 30 centimeter rules, yeah, yeah. You used to slice a bit off and then like catapult at him. <laughs> uh, that's quite good, yeah. I used to stick to him. We had that, we used to do that with the with the little paper, and then one of one guy in our, our year, we was having a fucking fight in the canteen, 
with these things like we we were split into houses in our school. I don't know if your school split. No, into we're not that gay now. No, we just had more people, no, so they had to split weird. us into houses. Um, and this guy from the other house, like, like fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, like exactly like <laughs> Harry Potter. Funny enough, it was filmed down the road from our school as well. Oh, for fuck's sake! I turned down an opportunity to be on that fucking film. I don't care. Get on with your story. Anyway, um, he he had tin foil. And he turned a tin foil thing into like a little fucking bullet and fired it with an elastic band. And fucking this kid ended up in hospital because it hit him in the eye. Fucking eyes were yeah, exploded. Work, yeah. Fucking hell. Honestly, we was like, shit, that was like a bullet. It was fucking bad. So, Lovely. yeah, that was that was fun. Anyway, I think we'll finish on a joke. Yeah. Well, so, loosely. It's fair. a good joke. It's a good joke, right? Now, I have tested this joke on a few people. Mm-hmm. It's got a good reaction, other than you. It is not the most politically... hard to believe, but we'll... It's like not I the say, most politically correct. We'll have a poll so, after this. Yeah, you'll have to let me know what you think. Um, please don't be offended by it, because I am going to do accents, so if you don't like the accents, fucking switch off now. Accents. Yeah, accents. So, there is an Englishman, a Frenchman, and an Irishman, and they are walking... Doing some hiking across the uh, Americas, and they come across this lagoon. They this see is a... the joke was going to tell. What was I going to do? That stupid horse thing. The big big man on the big yeah. white horse. We'll do this one first, anyway. Okay, because this one's all right. Yeah, this one's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, the other one. Yeah, the other one will piss that people. Shit. Yeah, right. So anyway, they're backpacking across the Americas, and they come across this lagoon. They think, all right, we'll go in. We'll we'll have a swim. It's quite hot. We'll we'll go in and have a swim. Yeah. So the three of them that go down there having a swim. And they poke their heads up at this lagoon, and all of a sudden there's all these um, natives with bows and arrows pointed at the head. And the chief comes over, and he goes, Punishment for swimming in sacred lake is death. You will be skinned and skin turned into a canoe, as warning for every other man not to swim in sacred lake. Could put a sign up, but yeah. And they go, yeah, they could put a sign up. They go, oh, shit, like, we're going to die. They're going to kill us. Yeah. You say you you Said may that. you may have one request, and the Frenchman says I would like to hold a knife. And he goes, okay. So they give him a knife, and he goes, you shall not kill me. Vive la France! He stabs himself in the heart, and he dies. Okay. And they say to the Englishman, what would you like? And he says, uh, I too would like a knife. And they give him a knife, and he says, you savages will not kill me. God save the Queen and all that. And stabs himself in the heart, and he dies. And they say to the Irishman, they go, what would you like? And he goes, I'll have a fork. They go, a fork? He goes, yes, a fork. They give him a fork and he starts fucking hammering this fork into his legs, into his arms, into his belly, all over the place. And the, the chief goes, well, what are you doing? And he goes, fuck your canoe. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's what like. See, that's not too bad. But did you think I was going for the other one? Yeah. Should we do the other one? You can. Or, or shall, I, shall I save it for next week? Should we save it for next week? Because we're, we're yeah, we're, save it for next week. Then. Yeah, we'll we'll save it so for we'll next week. People off. No, if you want to hear the, the, the best joke ever made, tune in next week. Yeah, you'll have to tune in next week. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Adios. Poppycock. Absolute poppycock. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. In the heat of the moment, you're not just keeping it calm, you're keeping it cool too. With an ice cold cold brew. And not just any cold brew, but one that's slow steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavor. With a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top. That's keeping it calm, cool, and cold brewed. With Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a stuntman to do their home renovations. Just finished the new sunroom, Mrs. C. The best part is I used candy glass for all the windows, so you can do this. And this doesn't hurt a bit either. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. And if you don't want to take the long way to the kitchen, the walls are breakaway too. See? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com local today.